friends, welcome back to the podcast. Surprise, surprise, I'm here to record another one. It's been a quick minute, uh, a quick month. Fubai, like you wouldn't even believe. February's gone, we're into March. We're almost a quarter into the new year, which is fucking insane. Um, I don't even know, I don't remember January or February. I don't, actually, I shouldn't say things about memory, because I don't really remember anything like, before the age of, like, 17. So, who knows what I'm actually going to remember in the future. Does that scare anybody else? Like, think about, if you're, like, younger, think about the, the kind of grasp that you have on your memories and how much you remember. And then think about, in about 50 years, when you hit that 70 mark and you have 70 years of memories to keep track of. How are you possibly going to do that? I can't even remember anything at all. Because is it important? I don't know. See, look at me go. I can't even say on goddamn try. That wasn't even on my list of things to talk about, but. Anyways, um, you know, the past couple of weeks, they've been chaotic in the news front. No shortage of drama. No shortage of controversy. And that is exactly how I love the world. Actually, that's not true. I don't want to say that I, I want people to suffer for entertainment value. That's completely false. But sometimes when the, you know, the stories in the news are ridiculous and people spend, you know, a week talking about an interview about the fucking British monarchy, we're like, what the fuck is even going on? Right? For those of you who don't know, if you've been living under a rock, um, like Patrick, um, star, of course, <laughs> then you would have seen that Meghan Markle and Harry, you, hold on a second, what the fuck is the British people's last name right sit here and tell me what the fucking what uh harry's last name is because i genuinely don't know what's what is prince william's last name tell me what's the queen's last name why do i not know that that is literally the weirdest thing ever i have to like look it up um because it was just harry and Meghan markle oh my god what what kind of last name is this Mount Batten Windsor? It's a two-parter? Weird. I don't believe that. Oh, but Prince Harry has a different... Oh, here it goes. Technically, Harry and Prince William don't have a last name. Due to being royal, they do not have a last name like us mortals. I'm reading this as an article. She just... Cosmetology just attacked me and told me I was pure mortal compared to Harry. Um, but they are officially names listed on their birth certificate, but they're just a lot of shit ton of middle names. Oh, bullshit. Who gives a fuck? Um, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Back to the real business, the drama in the Oprah interview. Um, everyone was talking about it. Oh, it was so strict. Oh, tough luck. Right? Oh, the kid's not going to be a prince. Uh, tough luck. Okay, those were the kind of bullshit things. There was a couple of comments on, you know, they were talking about concerned about what the baby was going to look like, what his, what his skin tone was going to be. We should be more concerned about the ginger hair. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just thinking about it. We should be more concerned about the balding. Have we seen these two men? Um, I need to calm, calm down a little bit. But, like, there was a bunch of bullshit, shit that I don't even care about. But it got me thinking, what the fuck does the royal family even do? 
right? I'm assuming they used to have power. Actually, I did, I did, I did the research. I don't need to sound dumb. They used to have control and power over Britain, which is something I feel like it was like watching Game of Thrones. You know, that whole thing with Game of Thrones. What am I even... Oh, Sydney. I can't even, like, have a fucking thought today. But, like, it was like... Thinking about back to, like, watching Game of Thrones and how ridiculous it was that whoever was, like, the firstborn becomes the king and that's just, like, the bloodline is, like, blessed. And that's why they can remain there because it's like he's like the strong strongest most powerful man and so his firstborn child is also that so that's basically what we have but in modern day for the british monarchy it's the queen right and i was like what does she even have control what kind of power does she have now at this moment when like britain is a democracy right like no one's voting for her she's not on a goddamn ballot no one's sitting down and going, oh, yeah, I'm going to, who are you voting for today? Who are you voting for? And they're like, the queen. Like, she's not really into politics, is she? So I did the research. Um, because I was answering the questions that you guys were, were, were waiting for me to answer. So the, the queen herself has no stance in politics. She's not allowed to pick a side, I guess, in politics. She's not allowed to announce she's supporting this politician or that politician or this party and not that party. She's completely neutral. She's Switzerland, right? And basically, after all the research that I've done, she basically has a ceremonial role in their, like, legal system, not legal system, but uh, in their, like, political system. She Like, she can't vote. The queen can't vote. Like, can you vote? Because I can vote, and the queen can't vote. So there's one thing that we have on the queen. She has the power to knight people, which, again, I don't think has any value. Um, she has the control to appoint a member um, of... See, what the fuck are my old notes? She can appoint the bishop or the archbishop of Britain. Don't know what that means. Doesn't sound like it has a ton of power. We'll get to that later on in the episode. She has charity events at her palace. She signs every law that is, you know, entered into things. She has the power to veto the law that comes into thing, but that has not been done since the 1700s. So she really has done shit all. She just, they're like, here's a pen, hold a pen, Lizzie, and sign the fucking law. And she's like, cool. She has the ability to royally pardon somebody, which I think is the biggest move of power she has. So she can literally pardon someone. Like, get close to the queen. You commit murder, she's gonna pardon you. Well, that's a bad look for them, but, like, she has the power to do that. And her last, most important, crucial role in her position is that she can declare war. Okay? So, this queen that everyone in Britain loves, all she can really do is get a few people out of jail and declare war. Now, I think declare war is a big thing, yes. Okay? But it's not like she's actually going to do it. We're not in a place where she's just going to declare war because she's having a bad day. Right? She's not going to pull that shit. She's not going to veto a law. So she really has no fucking power. They're just a rich, white family in Britain who's really old and really fucking ugly, and they live in a big castle at the top of the hill. At least that's what Ed Sheeran says. So... It just got me so frustrated because I was like, what kind of people... I would like to have a conversation with some British people. 
Like, I know there's people in and around my circle who, like, woke up at, like, 3 in the morning to go watch the royal wedding. Why? You know, if there was, like, I get, there's kind of a drama. It's kind of, like, almost like the British Bachelor, in a sense. Cool. But, like, they're dead serious about it. This isn't, like, a reality show. This is, like, real fucking life. And people gather in, like, hundreds of thousands to see these people and wave at these people and, you know, talk to these people. And I'm just like, what did they ever fucking do? I'm sure the queen said some, like, good shit over the years. But, like, she didn't really have to work hard to get there. Okay? And I'm just concerned. I was like, she's she's been in power since she was 19. (laughs) I'm 19 now. Give me the goddamn country, I'll run it. Are you kidding me? That'd be disaster. I'd declare war. I fucking I would fucking do it. Don't test me. I'll do it. So she's been on nineteen, she's really old now, somewhere in her eighties. I she I I could look it up, but that would just be too much work for my hands to type it out. Her husband's a mess. Have you seen him? Again, I think it's Philip. I don't know their names very well. Philip, he's a mess. If we're worried about someone Maybe it's him. I I don't know if I'm watching too much Walking Dead lately, but I'm not quite sure he's alive. And what's the the next one down? And Andrew, her son Andrew. I'm sorry. Have you heard of Princess Diana and the shit he pulled? I haven't even watched The Crown, but I know he's an asshole. Not that the Crown's well. The Crown is technically not. It's for legal reasons, not a depiction of the actual royal family. It's all fake or whatever, but. Hmm, interesting. All I know is they murdered her. So, I guess the queen will pardon herself after she, you know, did some nasty things to Diana. And I think it was it was just like another, this kind of interview was just another flame to all of the Diana lovers. Like, this is what they did to Diana. This is how they treated Diana. And like, no, I, I'm no hate to Diana. She was great. She did some great things. She was a hard worker. I assume. <laughs> I thought me and Diana were tight. I think that me and Diana would have been tight if we were in the same era, but we weren't. And uh, I think she did great things, and I think Megan's doing great things. A lot of people were saying that she was, like, acting. So you guys clearly haven't seen Suits, because I've seen Suits. And no offense to my girl Meg, but it's not like she's going to win an Emmy for it. Like, the role that she played on Suits, I think, is just her. That's what happens to some actors. You know, they go to play a role, then they go to play a different role, and then you realize their initial first breakout role was just themselves. And that's why, like, they were really barely acting. They were just being themselves, and everybody loved it. I'm, like, six seasons, five seasons into Suits, and I just don't even like her character. But I respect her. And I, you know, I, I, I didn't watch the interview. My TikTok feed covered it for me, but yeah. Prince Harry, I don't know if he's the knight in shining armor I would fall for. Uh, I don't know what it is about him. It definitely, he's definitely better than his, um, the other guy, his brother. I would say bad genes, but I think it's just a lot of incest. And like, I'm not joking when I fucking say that. Because I, 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 when I was diving into my deep, dark web search that lasted about three minutes every article that i went on was like they are all products of incest and that's mostly why they were mad about megan because she wasn't like one of their cousins which 
whew, that's a that's another issue in itself. But here's what I gotta say. I think that if we simply just forgot the royal family existed, they would lose all their power like the Kardashians did, and boom, we're done. So, but, like, if Piers Morgan has listened to this, you don't know Piers Morgan, who is, um, I guess he used to be one of the hosts of Good Morning Britain, which only ran Monday through Wednesday, so Good Morning Britain 40% of the time. Bit of a joke program. Don't, don't be, don't call it Good Morning Britain and then only run it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. What's the, what's the, how is this French, is this French country, is the country to have a, oh my gosh, is the country supposed to have a bad day? A bad morning? Thursday through Sunday? It's not good prep. Clearly it's not, if your, if your show, Good Morning Britain, right, it's got the tippity top of the iceberg. The best morning show, because it's literally named Good Morning Britain, the same way Good Morning America, never seen it, is named Good Morning America. I'm assuming it's the most popular morning show in America, the same way that Good Morning Britain should be the most popular morning show in Britain. And you're so shit that you could, that you could only, you can't even do Monday through Friday. They won't even pay you to do Monday through Friday. They're like, we'll do Monday through Wednesday and that's good enough. That's sad. That is a little bit sad. Anyways, he was, like, attacking Megan, calling her a liar. Um, and then one guy was like, hey, you know, you should just kind of, like, calm down a little bit. Like, maybe give her the benefit of the doubt. Like, she was just saying that, like, she had a lot of mental health issues and the, you know, the place wouldn't help her out because of bad image. And he just stormed off the stage. What are you, 12, Piers? It's a fucking joke. What a statement. What a great look. What a great look for everyone looking at, looking at all the, the honestly, all the young boys watching Good Morning Britain. No one's watching that shit. Not all men? Really, Piers? Hmm. Let's take a look at ourselves in the mirror. That's another thing. The not all men thing going on right now, honestly, I won't even waste my fucking breath on it. I simply won't. But, you know, it, 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 it's a whole debate where guys are sitting here and and getting mad at us for being intimidated and afraid of men because of all of the things that women have experienced um, over their lifetime and being like, but it's not all men. Really? Really? Really, Tommy? Really? Come fight me. I fucking dare you. How disrespectful you gotta be to every fucking woman in the room who's been through that shit. There isn't a girl who hasn't gotten to her car immediately locked the doors. There isn't a girl who walks the key in her hand to her fucking car. There isn't a girl who's got weird fucking shit and a guy hits on her and she has to literally physically walk away because he won't leave her alone. There isn't a guy who, girl who got a DM where a guy told her that she was really cute and she said not interested. He said, great, you're ugly and fat anyways. There isn't a girl who doesn't know somebody else or themselves who've been sexually assaulted, right? So guys, where's that? Where's that in your friend group? Because I can count multiple hands about the amount of stories that I've heard from people, girls in my life. So how do you not see that? How do you not see that? How are you not looking around at your friend group? Because there's probably somebody in your friend group in your life, right? Because it's just not adding up. It's not fucking adding up. And I'm kind of fucking sick of it. And for you to have the nerve to go onto Twitter and say, it's not all men. Oh, for fuck's sakes. I don't even want to get into this because I get so pissed off when shit doesn't even make sense. 
Okay, you can have an opinion. Right? Free speech or whatever. But you look ridiculous saying shit like that. Like, you're literally adding to the problem. So dumb. I can't even talk about this anymore because I'm, 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 there's worse things. Not worse things. There's other things that I, you know, that are worth sitting here and talking to you about it. But let's just reflect, okay? Fuck the royals. Uh, fuck everybody else. Let's move on to the next story of the, of the day. I saw this on my Twitter feed, which is fun. Niagara MP Sam Oosterhoff spoke as a part of a group that compares abortion to the Holocaust. Word for word. That is word for word, word for word. The fucking article title out of the Toronto Star. See, this is not Sam Sam, uh, Oosterhoff. That's just a guess on how you pronounce that. O-O-S-T-E-R-H-O-F-F. I would say my pronunciation is perfect on that. Excuse me, but it's interesting. It's interesting when you when we're encouraging kids to get into or encouraging young adults because this guy looks pretty young to get into politics, and we're encouraging our, our our youth to get involved. This is not what we mean, Sam. Because first of all, that statement in that article in itself says enough for everybody. Hopefully, listening to this podcast to be like, excuse me, right? That, that just disrespected everybody in the goddamn room. And that guy holds a seat. He holds value in our fucking political system. So let's just, I, I would just like to take a moment, a quick pre- brief political talk here. It's this. Every single time you step into the voting booth, no matter what election, whatever shit it's for, You should have done research not only on your political party that you're voting for, but on the individual candidates. Right? People get cancelled for shit all the time. How How did this guy sneak through? Niagara. How did this guy sneak through? In a religious group that compares abortion to the Holocaust. Nobody knew that shit? Honestly, I'm literally sitting here reading a fucking list of the headlines and stories that I've read this week, and it's a joke. I don't even need to sit here and talk about it, because we all know it's how ridiculous. Well, what I do apparently need to sit here and talk about is how the Vatican, and they were doing, I don't know, some sort of interview or conversation or some sort of shit... And, um, we know the relationship, for those of you who don't know, in terms of the the Vatican, the people upstairs, um, in the Roman Catholic Church, they, uh, they're the guys who are, you know, supposed to be this, I like to imagine it, (laughs) like, when you're watching Wizards of Waverly Place, as a kid, and Alex did some shit, and, like, the Wizard Council came down, you're like, oh, shit, that guy with the long beard's there. Oh shit, this is serious shit. The council's here. This is you got you got in you got in trouble with the council. Or you're watching you're watching um uh Twilight Twilight, and they do something bad and ooh, here comes the council. Ooh, here comes Dakota. 
She's about to knock us out with that weird powder shit, right? The, 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 those, the upstairs guys, you know what I mean? I don't know why I can't think of the word, so I just went on a tangent explaining it in terms people my age would understand, but the Vatican, and again, over the past couple of years, the Pope has come out and said that, again, I'm paraphrasing, I don't have the exact quotes, but he basically come out and said, you know what, it's okay to be gay, but it's still not okay to have sex outside marriage, and since we can't marry gays inside the church, you're shit out of luck. So I kind of find that a bit of a, a bit of a cop-out, because the headlines all over the place were like, Pope says gays are okay. Did he, though? Right? He basically said, listen, you know what? You could... You could think about stealing something. You could think about it. But if you do it, it's bad. You know what I mean? Actually, that's a bad example, because... <laughs> Just go ahead and steal something. I didn't tell you to do it, but, like, that was a bad example. Basically, he said, you know what? It's okay to be gay, but don't act on it. Which is basically, don't, it's not okay to be gay, right? Because everyone else is allowed to act on their feelings. Well, I guess not in the church, but who really, let's let's take a tally count, right? Let's all sit in a fucking circle, kumbaya, and count how many of you fuckers saved it for marriage, right? The numbers are dwindling. As the years goes on, the numbers dwindle. But the church doesn't check that shit. As far as I know, if I want to go get married in a Catholic church, they're not going to do an inspection to make sure the coochie's locked up. They're like, cool, you're marrying Tom, cool. I actually don't know. I probably should have asked somebody what it's like to go through to get married in a, in a church. But from my understanding is, one, you get married in a church where that you kind of like grew up in. And, like, you don't know the priest, but the priest, the priest rotate, but you kind of know the guy. It's fine. You married it. Or there's, like, some sort of interview or some sort of meeting where he asks you a bit about yourself for the thing. But there's no, like, exam, right, to get into it. There's no, let's make sure you didn't do this, this, this. Make sure you didn't commit this sin and that sin and this sin and that sin, right? No. I could do shit all. I could have committed fucking murder. Not gotten caught and then go get married in the Catholic Church and they would, they would, no. Am I a sinner? Sure. I took a life. But still, I can get married in the Catholic Church. But, all of that goes out the window. Every possible sin, I guess, is okay to commit as long as nobody knows about it. Except for being gay, which I don't even understand. Because let's just talk about that foundation that being gay is a sin. Okay? Now, as somebody... I grew up in the... I grew up, went to Catholic school, went to church. I did it all. I can say from, like, a, a zero to twelve, I was all for the main guy upstairs. I believed in God. I went to church. I didn't like it. No one likes church. No one, no twelve-year-old likes church. But, like, you went to... to, to, to What's that school called? Sunday school? You know? I was a part of it. And the more I the more I get older and the more I hear this type of shit, the more it makes me angry and it makes me run to the hills. Um But I'm not I'm, I'm giving you that sense because I, I grew I have an understanding of the teachings, I have an understanding of the main stories, I have an understanding of 
of the religion in itself, right? So if we talk about the physical evidence, uh, the written evidence of gay equaling sin, there isn't a ton. Now there is, the problem with the Bible, the biggest problem is, is that it's translated, right? And a lot of the words that were translated, they don't match up. Because in different languages, there's certain meanings to words that we don't have the exact word that has that same definition, so you get something close to it, right? And this is these are stories that have been passed down and passed down, right? I don't know if you guys ever heard broken telephone, but like I could say, oh my god, Bridget looks pretty today. And then at the end of the day, Bridget's come up to me like being saying, Sydney, you called me a whore, you fucking bitch. I said, Bridget, I didn't. But it gets passed on and on and on, and the story kind of shifts. Right? That's that's on that's happened to everybody. That's a rumor. That's the word I'm looking for. Rumors. They start, they tumble, all of a sudden there's a big snowball at the end of the hill, right? So how is that not something that we're considering with the Bible? Right? Because JC himself didn't sit down and write it. He didn't sit there and carve it out of stone. So it's hard for me to initially believe it, word for word. Not that I've sat down and read the Bible word for word, because even though it's technically in English, it's still in something that we don't understand. Just like, you know, you read a Shakespeare book. You've ever read Shakespeare? We've all read Shakespeare. Any fucking idea what it means? No. Remember in the 10th grade, my teacher was like, we're going to be reading Midsummer Night's Dream. It's a comedy. I'm like, hell yeah. Can't wait to laugh. We read the entire thing. I was like, what the fuck? Not one joke. She's sitting in the corner just laughing out loud. And I'm like, this isn't funny. Where's the jokes? Right? It's un... Sure, we could technically understand it. We can technically sit there and say, okay, this word is similar to this word. So that's what it kind of means. But it's not. Right? That's not mathematically adding up. There's differences. There's changes. There's tweaks. Everything along the way is a tweak, 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 tweak. And so, for us then to take the translated, tweaked words of the Bible and directly apply it to our modern life doesn't completely make sense. Right? Another thing is, is all of the stories in the Bible that we read growing up, like there were stories of kids being sacrificed, you know, fathers selling their daughters. We don't listen to that shit anymore. Right? I'm a woman. I'm not married. And my dad doesn't have fucking control over me. Legally, because guess what? 19. No one has control of being an adult, right? But if in that time, my dad literally could sell me for five bucks to Steve next door, and I would have to live with it, and I would have to serve. And there was, it was interesting, because I saw this video online that was a, a group of people who, um, were... The video where people, they, they went around and they said, hey, are you, you know, Christian or Catholic or whatever the fuck? And they were like, yeah. They're like, okay, do you mind if I read you a, um, testament or, or paragraph of the Quran and, and, and you're going to tell me if you agree with it? 
right? And they're like, okay, cool, because everyone has this perception that, you know, um, you the Bible, fine, the Quran, oh my god, so strict, ridiculous, you know, just another hatred on, you know, the Muslims and Islam, but... Anyways, so they read them this passage, and it's completely ridiculous. It's a story about, you know, this woman um, who, like, having to ask her husband if she can speak, and she doesn't get his permission, and so she's stoned to death because she speaks without his permission. Right? And they're all like, oh my god, that's awful. This book is so strict. It's just... How do people, it's not, it's not working with our modern world. That's ridiculous. It's so aggressive. It's violent. Just absolutely trashing it. The girl's sitting there like, yeah, 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 yeah. And at the end of it, she goes, cool. So that was a testament from the Bible. And every single, nine out of ten of them just start laughing. And they're like, ah, ha, 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 the Bible is so crazy, right? It's insane to me, right? They went from attacking this thing, left, right, and center, nitpicking every single piece of it, being like, that's ridiculous, that's disgusting, and then they're told it's a Bible, and they're like, uh, ha, 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 that's just the Bible, am I right, kids? No, it's not. It's not. How are we sitting here in 2021 looking at the Bible and interpreting it literally? That's not what it's meant for. Right? Because the shit in there is fucking whack. The stories in there, whatever fucking sin is, and it's just, everything about it is insane. And I'm not trying to insult you as a person, right? Because you're religious. Because I'm not saying that all people who are Catholic or Christian or horrible people. But people who are Catholic and they... They say that they follow this Bible and they live by this Bible is just insane to me. Is it the only textual piece of, like, evidence per se? The only book? The only central, like, religious text of their said religion? Yes. But is it relevant? Is it true? Is it moral? Like, I really don't think that I could, I don't really think that people can sit here and defend it, right? There's a lot of stuff in there that, that's crazy. And I, when I understood, when I was growing up and when I was, we would read the Bible, we were kind of told, it, they're like moral teachings, they're lessons. They're not to be taken literally. So where has that, why isn't that understanding by everyone around? But even then, if we're just reading those stories and taking you know, the lesson from that. Is that lesson even fair in the first place? Because there's like six or seven or eight or twelve or f who fucking knows. There's a bunch of different areas of the Bible where people will say that, you know, homosexuality is, is condemned in. And it could be there, yes. It could be if we took it literally, yes. There's different arguments that the word homosexuality wasn't even something that was, you know, prevalent in the time. So how were, when did that translation go from whatever word it was to homosexuality, as that is a newer word, 
per se, than in the Bible. There's lots of people who would say there's certain verses that didn't mean homosexuality. It was referring to, you know, not just a man and man laying together, but a man and a child, a male child. That's wrong, right? There's certainly we still test to. No one's sitting here telling that everybody that, okay, let's go, you know, it's okay to be a pedophile. No, there's certain things that are still to this day morally wrong, right? If we talk about someone being molested, that's wrong because somebody took advantage of that person. Right? But if we talk about homosexuality and it's two consenting, you know, legal adults, where is the moral issue in that? Where is it? Because I don't see it. And science, scientifically, which, you know, there's obviously zero science in the fucking Bible. They don't like to attest to it. But if we're talking about science and we're talking about seeing, you know, homosexuality in our animal kingdom, our closest thing that we have, you know, the, the you know, like, uh, evolution wise, the animals that came before us and what we, you know, evolved to be, there's, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of evidence of that in the animal kingdom right that's that that's without our even sense of 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 morals right animals don't have a sense of morals they don't have conscious thinking well actually i shouldn't be talking about animals but you know obviously there's a difference between humans and animals but that just happens because it's a part of nature right there's a science how can you sit there and say, yeah, you know what? He chose to be gay. Why? Karen, why? Why would he sit there and choose that when he could live your perfectly normal life, experience no hate, experience no discrimination? Why would somebody choose that? Where's the, where, where, where's the benefit in that? And that's, I'm not saying that, I'm not attacking anybody saying it's bad to be gay. I'm simply just saying that from your argument of it's a choice, why would somebody choose to be in a position where they're, they're told they're living in sin, you're wrong, you're horrible, you're disgusting? Why would somebody choose that? I don't see that possibly happening, right? Your, your arguments aren't even making any sense. And this is, this is just sexuality, right? Gender identity is a completely different thing that's, that's, that seems to be on a different, another level of understanding because in our, in our modern world right now, people have a kind of grasp on sexuality. I don't want to say majority of people are okay with it, but it's definitely more accepted than gender identification is. Which is a whole nother topic, but this is just sexuality. This is, this is just in your brain. How your brain operates. And I don't know where this loss of empathy is. I don't get it because it's like I, understanding something that's different than you is difficult. Right? Somebody goes through something that you've never been through. You don't completely understand what they're going through. And that's okay. But you can empathize with that. 
you can look upon your own life and see, okay, what did I go through that was similar? Or what's opposite, right? So straight people, let's just say understanding. You, you, you may not know what it's like to be gay, but you can sit here and go, okay, how, how, do, how do I know I'm straight? Let's just reflect on that. How do I know that I'm straight? Ask that question to yourself. Right? The answer's simple. It's just you are. Your brain tells you that you like the opposite sex. You go about it the way, whatever way you want to go about it. You do what you do, what makes you feel good, and you understand that. You understand your own sexuality. Okay? Straightforward. So now take that and flip that. And what if I told you and sat here and told you, if you're a girl, and I told you loving a guy was wrong, or vice versa, how would you feel? You still feel the same. You're still straight. Even if I told you that being straight is absolutely disgusting, it's still who you are. So why can't you flip that and have an understanding of somebody else, somebody different than you? How can you not empathize with that situation? Right? It's having a second to reflect on it. To think about outside of your own brain, think about somebody else. And being able to, to, to actually think about that, being able to actually use your brain, and then turning around and attacking an entire group of people. Simply because of who they want to fucking love. It's insane. And it's insane for then the, the entire Catholic Church to look upon every single one of their followers. Every single person who has, you know, dedicated their life, walked through life in the, you know, the image of what they created, and look at those people, look them dead in the eye, people who you know are going to listen to you, and say, sorry, we can't marry gay people, we can't, we can't marry sin. Oh, come on. Come on, this is just so, it's just manipulation. So, cause how, if you think about that, we can, we can reflect on that and I'm like, that's fucking ridiculous. But how many people listen to that and go, well, the Vatican's the, the leader of my, of my religion, so I'm gonna believe that. So you have an entire group of people who can now justify being a hatred person because that's what the Vatican says. Right? But the Vatican isn't God. The Vatican isn't Jesus Christ. God didn't come down and say to you, listen, gay people are wrong. Nobody fucking said that. And I don't even think of it. I don't even believe in your God. But if I did, and what I learned to this fucking day, and the first lesson that they will teach you, and you step into a church, is God loves everybody. That's the basis of their entire religion. That is how they captivate so many people is the understanding that God loves everybody. And if you do something wrong, if you sin, don't worry, go confess it to God. He will forgive you. It's the basis is all about love. That's all it's about. And then for each and every person to take that basis lesson and that ba basic idea and twist it so they can use it as an excuse to spread hatred is disgusting. It's disgusting. And it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't. You, you are not better than me. 
You're not better than somebody else. You have no fucking business telling somebody that they are wrong or they're living in sin because that's not your decision. That's not your decision. Nobody puts you in power. Right? God didn't come down and say to you, hey, you, you can tell people what's right or wrong. You can make moral decisions. No. You don't have that power. But you're going to do it anyways. You walk around the earth being like, okay, cool. You know, it's okay to be gay, but you're going to hell. Guess who's going to hell? You. If you really sit here and think that you spend your entire life saying that you're a good Catholic, but every opportunity that somebody is different than you or somebody is living quote unquote in your imaginary sin world, you denounce them, right? You hate on them. You call them names. You think, even if it's just in your brain, you think that's disgusting. You think I'm a, I, you know what? I'm above that person because I'm straight. I'm better than that person. Even though that's maybe that's not what you said, but that's what you're, that's what you're really thinking about. That's what goes through your brain. Right? And then think at the end of your days, the end of the line, God takes a look at you and reflects on your actions. Even if you went to church every Sunday, you prayed every night. But you lived your life thinking you were better than everyone else and hating on everybody else. Where does that leave you? We put you on a scale of morality. Where are you sitting? It's not looking good. So if I lived my life loving and accepting people and, you know, loving who I love, supporting those around me, you know, spreading love i live my life spreading love and although you may think that it, it, it there's some sort of sin in there i went fully around my life and what's in my brain and all i ever fucking did was love and support people around me guess where i'm going right who's who who who, who what's happening here now because at the end of my days you know, or end of somebody's days and God, you know, God comes down and says, listen, you're gay, you're going to hell. Well, fuck it, eh? At least I live my goddamn life the way that I wanted to and that respected myself and respected who I am. Huh, I'll see you down there, Karen. I'll fucking see you down there. Because you're going to be in that exact same position. Is God going to forgive you for every time you sat there and hated on people? I really fucking doubt it. I don't even know why. Literally. It just makes me so mad. And it doesn't matter if you believe in God or not. If you are sitting there and attaching yourself to the church. And attaching yourself to Catholicism, you are sitting there and accepting all of these hateful beliefs. And although you may not think them, you're still a part of an organization who openly came out and said things like that. Like, how do you, how are you okay with that? Because I don't know many people in my life who are Catholics who don't, you know, 
think being gay is wrong and and upon this is just one example right upon a thousand different things but you you still consider yourself a catholic you still consider yourself you would still go to church on your religious holidays and you would still you know celebrate everything i just don't understand how you can be a part of that and I do know that Christianity and, 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 and Catholicism are different because there's many people and, you know, many Christians who don't think that way and people who can get married in Christian churches and there's a thousand different branches of, of Christianity. But I, I guess I'm more speaking towards Catholicism right now and Roman Catholics because that's what, you know, this statement was about and that's where I was raised but it's just it's just sad and and it's just it blows my mind that we still sit here and take that anyway that's where I'm gonna leave it because I don't think I really want to move on to a topic that it gets me you know mad in a funny way and this wasn't really a funny podcast and maybe that's what I started this for but there's certain things where certain rants I guess where it's hard to just like laugh it off and make jokes about it when it's somebody's life and I don't even know why I'm getting so emotional about it because This is a fucking podcast and it isn't what's happening in my life and it isn't directly affecting me, but it's still affecting other people. And it's still, I think, something that we need to continue to reflect on and continue to look at and and continue to live our lives educating ourselves. And I've said this to everybody around me, but there's never a point in your life where you should stop educating yourself. Right? There's things right now that we live with and that we talk about and we joke about that in 50 years when we reflect on it probably isn't okay. Right? But in in 50 years when when somebody comes out and says to me or says to anybody, that's hey, that's really hateful, that's really wrong. You know, I I count on the fact that I know I'll be able to reflect and agree with that. Because things will continue to change. You know? Uh, Humans, you know, have the the pure ability to live in a changing atmosphere. And we have the ability to adapt. Um, And somehow along the way, elderly people and older people have this excuse of of being from a different generation, but it's not something that we should just accept anymore because that's bullshit. I don't want to be, when I'm 75, people looking at me going, hey, it's okay because she's from a different generation. No. No, I educate myself today and tomorrow and the next day and I continue to teach myself and I continue to listen to people and understand people other than myself and I continue to learn and learn and learn and learn and learn on my own. We should be doing this on my own. You should be able to look at the world and you should be able to look at an issue that's being discussed and educate yourself. I shouldn't have to, people in your life shouldn't have to go around and be like, hey, 
hey, dude, that's wrong. And this is why X, Y, Z, this is why it's wrong. And I shouldn't have to convince you. That should be something you're able to reflect on your own. And there's never a point in your life where you stop that. There's never a point in your life where your length of time on this earth is an excuse. Sure, I can agree with you that the generation older than me has a sense of wisdom from life lessons. Sure. But I can also say that a lot of them use that as an excuse to walk all over people. Right, I bet you can sit down right now, think about the generation older than you, think about the people in your life that get away with it. In your own life. In my own life. I have a whole fucking podcast dedicated to calling this shit out and there's still people that I know in my life that pull this shit. And they have some sort of excuse. And it's insane. It's insane to me and it's so frustrating that no one is learning for themselves and continuing to educate for themselves and looking down and learning from the generation younger than them. Because yeah, I think there's lots of things that we can learn from the generation above us, but there's also a lot of things that in my life that I'll learn from the generation younger than me and people younger than me. Right? There's there, there's There's continually going to be no matter what the age no matter who the fuck you meet you could pick a stranger off the goddamn street and you could learn a lesson from them because there's so many things that you could go through there's so many emotions there's so many situations that we'll never ever have to experience but that doesn't mean that somebody else isn't that doesn't mean that every single person you pass on the street isn't going through something, right? So, so just, I don't even know what I'm trying to say at this point. I'm just frustrated and it's, it's sad, honestly. And it's just, I guess I just want you guys to reflect on it. And I think me too. Like, (laughs) I'm gonna reflect on it and the bullshit that's coming out of my mouth is and the shit that I said today was simply I didn't script this shit it just comes to my mind and I say it but there's definitely things in my life that I need to think about the things that I said and probably shit that I said on this podcast that was disrespectful and insensitive and yes I I um I, I do it to make people laugh and I do it to, you know, spread some joy, but but I shouldn't have to, we shouldn't have to knock people down to make somebody else laugh. There's lots of, lots of things that are funny without having to, to be hateful towards somebody. So, I think that's where I'm going to leave it um, today. I thank you for listening. Um... I thank you for joining me again. Bit of a different speed and a different kind of tone to this podcast, but 
it was just what's going on in our life in the world and what's going on in my brain and it's it's something to think about so come and join me next podcast could be next week could be next year where I continue to reflect on life and continue to discuss the weird fucking shit going on today in year two of the coronavirus also pit stop get the fucking vaccine that's I'm gonna get I said I'm gonna get angry and get fucking angry I don't care If they have to remove my kneecap for me to get the vaccine, I'm getting it. I don't care if I have to, you know, shave my head for the vaccine. I'll do it. Okay? Want to know why? Want to know why? Because we've lived in this life for a year. And it hasn't really, to be honest, affected me a ton because I'm still safe. Nobody in my life got COVID. Nobody in my life is a direct frontline worker. And nobody in my life has, you know, an autoimmune disorder that can't take the vaccine. But get the vaccine because one, trust fucking science. And two, there's lots of people out there who can't get the vaccine. Um, And I don't think that they should have to be worrying about their lives because you don't want to get the fucking vaccine. Right? Don't sit here and complain about not being able to see your friends and risking your life going to get a shot of vodka with your friends at a bar. Take the fucking vaccine when you can. This is a goddamn miracle in science. This is a this is a a disease that has completely destroyed and altered our world. And and there's an opportunity to get back normal living. Something that that everyone's been begging for. For months and months and months. And you're going to pass that away. What? Because you don't trust within the vaccine. You don't know what, what shit's in anything. Okay? So get off your high horse. Stick your arm out. Get the fucking COVID vaccine. And I'll see you next week. On only, you can only listen if you're vaccinated. That's the new rule. Unless, of course, if it's not your, your turn. But if you have the opportunity to get the vaccine and you deny it, don't listen to the podcast. It's not for you. This is for vaccinated and or waiting to be vaccinated people only. Okay? So fuck you all. And fuck you all who aren't vaccinated. Go get vaccinated before the fucking cold takes you out. Bye.